mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Wow. Hello everyone and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad and we're joined as always by Pete, but not the one you know and love, <laughs> it's the other one. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, my apologies that Pete Donaldson is not in the chair today, but I will do my best to pick up the slack. Indeed. And represent all Pete's around the world. Good man, good man. So Pete is uh, joining Journey Across Japan, he's coming up later in the series after Sharla and Joey. You're in there. And Pete. Connor. And, Connor. and Natsuki and, and Yotaro. We- wow, everybody. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We've saved the best till last. I see. We Thanks. really have. Mm-hmm. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see we're in a hotel room with a relatively nice Shoji sliding door behind us. Mm. And um, it's not quite the uh, Trash Day studio. No. Or even the Abroad Japan podcast normal studio. But it's nice to uh, do these podcasts on the road, I think. it uh, Get to go behind the scenes and see just the awful state that everyone's in. I mean, when I did arrive, uh, I was the last guest to get here. Mm. And when I showed up, it looked like everybody had survived some horrific war. <laughs> they had these thousand yard stairs and everybody looked exhausted. But then the videos and when, it, when the lights come on and the work gets done, everybody's ready to go and they're they're looking forward to it. So it's a, a props to you guys for being, what is this? This is the day 21 at this point. I don't know what, I don't know what day it's it is. It's been three weeks of daily filming, planning, traveling, all of it. But not daily video releases. No, no. Unfortunately, that that was uh, unsustainable. It was. Also, I'm 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 quite annoyed in some respect. On the one hand, this project has been so awesome, successful. Everyone's been great. Everyone's been having fun. The, the feedback, the views, the comments, everything's great. But it's kind of like it shows you like how it's all a matter of perspective. Because I very stupidly at the start was like daily uploads, and I think I was envisioned kind of like a very simple vloggy kind of series where it's just me holding a camera going okay guys look we're in a car mm. uh, and then obviously it didn't become that it became like a normal abroad in japan level quality series if only anybody had tried to stop you and tell you that this was a <laughs> terribly impossible idea are you saying oh, wait you that did? was everybody no everybody was like you know maybe 20 videos in 21 days is very challenging to do no 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 i've hired a legion of editors to travel with me it was, uh, you know what though? I think you wouldn't have known unless you did it. You know what I mean? So I think it was worth the effort. And the videos, like you said, are good. And the videos, while not daily, I think the worth the wait. When, oh yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I, 
we found a few things. Like, number one, obviously, they, they do take a bit longer to produce, especially when you're doing bloody mini documentaries on Fukushima yeah. or massive two-day island mm. episodes. Like, yeah, I think my kind of aim and... like I, I was clearly a bit silly. And again, in my perspective, some people are disappointed because I said daily videos, not daily videos. But if I hadn't said daily videos, to release this level of quality videos every two, three days, this kind of high production videos would have been just mind-blowing. So yeah. I shot myself in the foot a little bit. But I'm mm -hmm. happy with how they are. We found with YouTube as well, when you push videos in quick succession, and we did have a few daily re video releases, we found YouTube didn't know what to do. YouTube's just like, oh, there's so many videos, I'm just not going to promote them. And when you've got like seven people working behind the scenes on it, it's just not mm. good to to have that. So, yeah. Yeah, they've come out every You live, you days. learn, and it's uh, it's and like I said, the video quality I think to you has always been the utmost importance. Uh, so as long as that is cleared, it doesn't matter exactly when they come out because we've already shot the videos. Yeah, and they're still coming out every two, three days, and I think that's can't awesome. wait for that cyclothon video number two to be out. Uh, well, <laughs> take that out with Paul Ballard. <laughs> Poor Paul, <laughs> but uh, that's only eight months ago, so. Don't worry about it. Well, I'm sure we'll do another one and we'll release that beforehand. Oh, that'd be a, great. As a promo. But um, yeah, it's been relentless though. Certainly in the last few days, uh, I, I have felt like I want to go home now. Because like... I felt that and I've only been here two days. Yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> obviously we won't talk about what you've been through, uh, what, what we've did with you. But uh, it was certainly... It's kind of tantamount to torture in some respects. I think that's a part of Journey Across Japan as a, <laughs> as a series. Either you're getting personally injured from smacking your ear in the oceans of Okinawa, Ooh. or somebody is freezing to death in the frigid north, or something. Something There has to be some sort of pain to go through these videos for you guys. That's uh, true. Yeah. Pete certainly had his fair share a few days ago, oh, dear as God. you'll see in that episode. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm really glad, though, things are coming to an end soon, and I can relax. Although the videos will be coming out, I think throughout December and into early January. So it's cool, though. It makes kind of like the series feel bigger than it is. Filming for like 21 days straight and releasing over sure. kind of a month and a half mm. kind of makes it more epic. Yeah, that's it. But not as epic as Pete's trip to France and the UK. Unbelievable. And if you haven't already heard, not everything went well. You got pickpockets in France, right? I did. That would never happen in London, not not in England, never. Now there was a. I'm gonna do one slight correction. It was not Paris. It was in London, your home country. Pickpocketed. Oh, no. lost my passport, my credit card, a ridiculous amount of cash in bills, and somebody's having a Merry Christmas on my behalf, and they have my identity, which might be actually a net loss. But Jesus. <laughs> so I, I feel like part of me got back at them. But yeah, that was horrible. I, I got pickpocketed in my last day of the trip. Uh, it was the day before I was supposed to leave. And uh, For some context, Pete never gets to go on holiday, right? No, no. Was, uh, this was your one holiday in maybe the entire time I've met you. Like you've done, yeah. you've done trips to like America and things for TwitchCon, but like this was you and your lovely wife, Yuki, went on holiday. Yeah, this is our, our honeymoon. Admittedly, quite a short Hot well, Japanese, Japanese yeah, Japanese holidays are notoriously short, so she could only get a few days off. So the most we could get is about five nights with two days of travel. So mm. three nights in Paris 
And you said, no, you can't go to Paris without going to the lovely UK. Nobody wants to be stuck in Paris. You'll be rolling. <laughs> Don't then, blame me. Yeah, <laughs> then uh, you, you suggested we go to London, do swing there for a couple of days, go to Oxford Street, take her to Harrods, and buy her the nicest necklace you'll find. I, well, I don't even like Harrods. Well, Is whatever. I don't know. Characterization. Yeah, yeah, I, I, character assassination. But that you recommended going to England. In, we both agree that oh. no place on Earth does yeah. Christmas better than England. I recommended you go on holiday for longer. Yeah, well, that's not sustainable. When, so you travel all the way to the other side of the planet for five days. Five nights, six days. Of which two of those days were like traveling. Yeah, well, to- technically it was one week. And yeah, the two of the days were lost from airports and 16-hour flights and, and connections and, and traveling. What is it? I mean, so you wanted to go along, but Yuki was like, no, no, five She days. couldn't. So she couldn't get more time oh, off work shit. and so they had they had granted her a very rare few days off specifically for like a honeymoon and we had been saving it for three years and then they were like you cannot have an extra day at all so it's really hard to get a holiday leave in japan it's or, extremely or, hard or rather it's hard to take it right. Right. everyone has it i think they have 21 days mandatory leave in japan mandatory well, yeah but what you find is <laughs> most people don't actually take it I, mean, I can't remember the exact numbers but it's something like half 40 50 percent actually take the full leave mm. and there's there's all sorts of reasons number one you kind of there's a it's instilled in workers to be like a kind of to have a sense of guilt if you do take the time off it seemed like oh you want to let down the team do you and go away on a holiday do you it's yeah. kind of like oh if you were like it, it kind of seemed it's almost felt as like letting down the team and like yeah so my japanese friends i always find they don't go away for longer than a week normally. You know, where we would normally go for like a you know, a two week holiday in the UK or a ten day holiday somewhere. Well really hard to do that here. You know, that's kind of the origin of like the omiyage culture in mm-hmm. general. Souvenirs. Yeah, and like treats or something. So in the old days when they would uh before they had planes and, and all these fancy ways of travel, there would have to be business that was done in different parts of Japan. Mm. So they would send people by lottery to see who would go to Kyoto from Tokyo for like a business trip or something. Right. And that was seen as like so guilty that you got to experience this thing that you had to bring back something from the local area so that oh, you could really? share with, with the people who did not get to go. Huh. So that's so like... a lot of guilt. It? Yeah. So it's like... It's, giving of gifts. It's Yeah. And so, or that you were... But it's crazy to me that they would... See, it was still not even a vacation. Mm. It was just work, but they still felt like they had some sort of like problem mm. saying, I'm sorry that I'm the one who gets to go do this job. Here's what I can bring back for you. What did you bring me back from the UK? Well, I didn't bring back anything for myself. So oh. I had to spend it at the embassy. Lovely London embassy. Wow. What a great way to spend your honeymoon. Well, how, so how did this pickpocketing So the basics, I don't want to go over too long of it because it didn't happen to me because everyone knows you mess with me, you get... Okay, so I was at a pub. So uh, <laughs> my my lovely wife, um, we had stayed at this really great hotel, but during the check-in, they had lost her bags for two hours. What was the hotel? Yeah, I don't need to get into specifics. Even <laughs> though you booked it and it was against my better <laughs> financial judgment. So this five-star hotel, they lost our bags upon check-in. <laughs> For two hours. And I had to ask oh, my butler, no. can you please find our bags? And then he could not. So when they brought them back, the bags had some sort of debris on them or some. Oh and God. I don't know if they'd been outside or if they'd been put under a, a Christmas tree. What happened? Did you just turn up and they're like, oh, put the American man's luggage in the dustbin? That's what it seemed like. And so, I don't know. So when you go to the hotel, you, you stop at like the door and there's a guy at the top hat and a scarf and a big black jacket. And he goes, hello, sir. Welcome to the hotel. May I take your bags? And I, I just had a backpack and I was like, no, I'm fine. And, but, you know, my wife gave hers away. 
And we couldn't locate our bags. And when we checked out the next day, you had recommended you can't go to, un uh, to England. You can't have a honeymoon without having afternoon tea, which I thought would be like, you know, uh, Yorkshire tea for $10. <laughs> it's extremely expensive if you do this at a hotel, by the way. I thought Yuki would appreciate it. She did. And I did if too. If you want to go to London like one time in your life on a honeymoon. I'm certainly not going back. Well, no. Yeah. Certainly not now. But you've got to have like afternoon tea. And it was it was amazing. You had the coronation chicken and you had like these these kind of desserts and scones and all that like. But so Sounds good. We, we checked out of the hotel hmm. and we had afternoon tea in an hour at the same hotel. And then I was going to meet my friend around 3, 3.30 in the afternoon for a pub lunch and catch up because, right. uh, you know, I'm in London. He's in London. Let's let's have a meet. And Yuki did not want to be at the pub for that long. She said, I want to walk around central London, Big Ben, sure. Buckingham Palace. See the sights. Hyde Park, all of these things and um, take pictures and be a part of it. And I said, you know what? There's no more advanced city in the nation. They invented trains. This is the... This is the the peak of civilization here in London. Nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> and uh, she was alone for 15 minutes. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Within 15 minutes, she was pickpocketed outside of presumably Big Ben. And I had given her my special pouch that had all of my money, my passport, and my credit card. That Now, I know that this sounds foolish to carry this much money that I did have, but there was reasons, there were circumstances behind it. And that pouch had never left any of the saves that we had been through in any of our travels through France or mm. through England. But I felt uncomfortable leaving it with the people who had lost my bags at this hotel. Oh. So I, at the last minute, I said, actually, can I have that one bag back? And I took out the thing and I gave it to you. And he said, don't lose this. I didn't want to take it with me to the pub. 15 minutes gone. Jesus. So what happened then? Did she... my, presumably. Uh, and I, I, I've looked at other photos from our trip, and I noticed that she had a, a trend. And I'm not victim blaming. She, she is the victim here. Mm. But I noticed that she would she had this this uh, shoulder bag or like this thing, uh, like a fanny pack that goes like this way. And when she takes pictures, she would put it around this side so that she could hold her camera. Right. And so the pouch is on her back. Ah, oh, crap. And I think what, what, what happened was somebody, while she was taking a photo came up and unzipped it and grabbed what they could, which had her wallet in our pound. Just speed and precision required for that. Unbelievable. Something and Not sponsored by Pepsi, is it? No. I think, I mean, that's just so unlucky. Clearly, Big Ben is uh, one of the top targets because it's quite busy, it's quite bustling, yeah. touristy. I was there just a few months ago, and that area is really busy. Well, There are crowds that you sort of get lost in for a moment. And if you're going to be a pickpocket, you are going to go there and... Um, well, the thing that, that shocked me was, you know, after the fact, after we were robbed, it seemed like everybody I talked to, whether it was on uh, in person or our, our cab driver or even when I was doing like a live stream and I had some comments, it seemed like everybody was like, oh, yeah, of course you were pickpocketed huh. in London. It's a dangerous place. Happens to everybody. Jesus. And if somebody had told me that beforehand, uh, because I had no shortage of people telling me Europe in general Paris especially. Hey, be careful for pickpockets. Mm. This and, I, and my mom always told me crime has no address. Could happen in Tokyo, could happen in Kansas City, could happen in London. But in Paris, I was always super careful to put my wallet in my front pocket, even because I always keep it in my back. Right, right. And I thought, well, as soon as I got to London, I was like, oh, I can finally relax. Oh, safety. Safety. Couldn't yeah. be more wrong. And uh, <laughs> Paris ended up being wonderful, as I've always contested. Nobody pickpocketed me. People were very gregarious, very kind. I've never heard of anyone getting pickpocketed in London. Ah, maybe one friend. Well, now two. Well, but they, I think they do target Asian tourists. Yeah, I, I read that as well because they happen generally. A generalization: they tend to carry more cash on them. 
because um, Japan's a cash society. Yeah. And so we might have more bills on our person and cards. And so they definitely got the jackpot with me. I did get the jackpot. Oh, God. Oh, I lost God. so much money. It was insane, mate. Oh. Yeah. And uh, big shout to Eagle Eye observers or followers of your channel. We remember there was a gentleman named Nick Chambers who joined you on the chess boxing as not Nick Pettis, who was your coach, but... Yes, Nick, uh, the husband of my good friend. Chucky. Yeah, and he was there to help you, right? Thank he was, you. and uh, you know that he showed supreme patience and kindness. As we were, as I was going through... I mean, just hanging out with you, mate. That, like, I meant supreme, before we supreme were... kindness and patience. <laughs> before I was robbed, <laughs> I meant. But as, after it turned out that, you know, we'd lost a lot of it, Nick gave me every pound he had in his wallet and said, at least have a nice dinner. Four Please. pounds fifty. It was uh, two two pence, and I was like, wow, a shilling. Get yourself a McDonald's. So, wow. But no, the fact that he had that kind of kindness, and, and um, there are some decent people in England, I suppose. <laughs> now I, I know mean, why you left to Japan. <laughs> I can't blame you. Oh, no. Yeah. I just, my God. I mean, I, Nick is always there when something awful happens to pick up the pieces. When we did Natsuki the movie, I don't know if you remember, Natsuki did a jump in a wind tunnel. Hmm. He was supposed to do a frontward somersault. He did a backward somersault, smashed his head, and uh, he wanted to go to hospital. So we went to hospital in mm. Brighton, and that was the night that Nick was coming to meet us. <laughs> and instead of having fun drinking, exploring Brighton, Fanatsky the movie, we sat in a hospital for five, six That's hours. crazy. And Nick had to sit there too. He's the harbinger we, of bad luck, perhaps. He's the harbinger. <laughs> he brings it with him, and uh, yeah. We well, didn't have to sit there, but he 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 stuck out with us, and uh, I won't forget that. Absolutely great guy. Yep, he's a good. Oh, guy. did Yuki enjoy the holiday apart yeah. from the great robbery scandal? Uh, the yeah, it's like the great train robbery of modern times. But uh, great I think robbery. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... any other year I'd have no money, but I just had saved all my my pennies for this one moment. Um, yes, we, you know, Yuki had never been to Europe. She'd never mm -hmm. been to the United Kingdom. She'd never been to France, obviously, all of those places. And so for me to be able to show her some of the places that you'd showed me in England and that I'd been to with my family or friends in uh, France mm. was really fulfilling for both of us. Mm -hmm. I got to be kind of the host and say, look at all these things and here's my knowledge on these. And I think she has a... She kept saying, because, you know, English is not her first language, mm. but she's, she's quite... Oh, fluent. she's fluent. Yeah, she's very Better good. Better than you, English. Mm, it's she's pretty good. But she, she is. Um, she kept saying, uh, it, like, something, something moved to me. Like, she felt moved by seeing things that she'd seen in dusty old textbooks or Wikipedia. Right, right. The Mona Lisa, the Louvre. Did you go to the British Museum and all that sort we of stuff? We did on the last day. We went to the the British Museum of Natural History. Ah, that's the good one. Yeah, and um, where you guys have just a bunch of rocks and bones and yeah. taxidermy of the like. And that was the only place we were able to buy souvenirs. So we bought a bunch of... Darwin memorabilia, a sweater. Nothing says honeymoon yeah. like the big book of Charles Darwin. I know. It was so bad. And so, you know, everything was canceled in England, essentially. We got a full English breakfast. We had the afternoon tea. It wasn't a total loss then. Yeah, it was good. You had an afternoon tea and English breakfast. Like it is a shame, though, given you only had two days, one of them was spent wasted at an embassy, picking up the pieces in a, a broken dream. Yep. And then uh, they specifically said, when I said, I lost my passport, and they mentioned, you know, we get, we get, a dozen people dozens of people a week who have this exact same problem and you're like that hasn't helped me in any way no but I it gave Lots me people get wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah but I thought of, of the home of Scotland Yard and and they caught Jack the Ripper wait was he caught he was they, not caught they didn't even catch Jack the Ripper then it happened right. yeah so they can't no way they could catch a pickpocket with all the CCTV footage Buckingham Palace is like four feet away and the king lives there couldn't they protect their citizens what's annoying is that 
area UQ is in actually should have a lot of security cameras. You'd think so. The police could literally just look it up and see. Yeah. It, the, like, the UK has an astonishing amount of surveillance cameras, like I some of the highest in the world per capita, right? <laughs> I remember watching a video, someone robbed a store in my town of Maidstone where I'm from, and they could they just watched it in real time. They switched from like eight different cameras to the town. No. As he's like running along with the swag. And it's just like, he thinks he's out of the woods and then it switches to another camera down like a river. So like where Yuki was and the pickpocketing took place, there should be... You'd think so. Bloody cameras galore. But the, uh, the, the police, police were like... Pointless. Eh. You, we went to the police station and they they had nobody waiting. There was, there was nobody, there was just the people working. And I was like, I'd like to report a robbery. And they said, eh, do it online. And I said, well, it happened just down the road. And they were like, can't help you. And I was oh. like, don't you have a bobby or a, some constibulary that you can go to no, like nope online please so then we spent two or three hours filling out a quite extensive police report and uh we had to show that to the embassy and you know it they might still get back to you though they might, yeah i get an email in a week of being like we caught the bastard <laughs> it's xyz yeah sure i'm sure they will but uh it was it soured my perception of 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 london which oh. i used to hold in quite high regards but I, I prefer the smaller towns in england well we've got a Try and change Pete's image. Yeah, that'd be a project for next year. It'd be Pete's England happy fucking yeah. adventure. I will be shocked if it's possible. But I mean, not if he broke his neck and I, I lost all my money. I don't know how you could <laughs> possibly fix it. Oh, so, yeah, it was it was a total surprise, completely. I don't don't know what to say really, other than bugger. Yeah, it was fun. It's it's a real shame, but um, mm. let's let's hope you had a nice uh, holiday overall. I did, and what joy it was to come back and be punished by the things that we had to do for the, <laughs> the, the masses. And so, oh. you know, it's been, it was good. It was good to be back in town. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
And uh, I think the takeaway was she, my wife, really wants to live in a foreign country. Really? Despite all the terrible stuff that happened. Yeah, I think that, you know, Japan um, presents its own unique challenges for people who are born here. Uh, there's a lot of different rules that and expectations that we're not exposed to as foreigners. True. And so I think for her, you how, know, how, how, what would you say those are? Uh, I think for that those folks that and, uh, I, I'm not obviously Japanese. I wasn't born here, but mm-hmm. uh, I've been here 13 years, so I'm permanent resident. Thank you. But uh, I would say the some of the more generalized ones are the work culture here is extremely oppressive. The amount of yeah. unpaid overtime mm-hmm. and um, you you are required to be available. For your work family first and your actual family second mm, and that true. that's a very tough thing to get through and then the other i'd say is just there's a cultural expectation that there are so many unsaid rules that the foreigners never learn about or you learn about over the years that when they're in social situations how to speak to others how to eat a certain way how mm. to handle all of these different social um situations can be very exhausting. Absolutely. So I, I can totally understand where she's coming from. And uh, I did have to tell her, well, you know, you did have five nights of, of me paying for everything and you just got to see the nicest parts of Paris and London. So we would have to still work. We would still have to commute or take a metro. Oh, yeah. We don't take a, a black cab everywhere, you know, and just... Sure. So I think um, she got to see the best parts and a little bit of the worst. Oh, wow, the best and worst. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that, I think that for her... She would be keen on on having a little bit more freedom. What are you going to move to Paris then? Ah, soon. Brushing up my French as we speak. So. <laughs> would you rather in Paris or London? Uh, at this point, um, yeah. it's tough. I think Paris is a great city, but then I realized after be- I've been there three times now. I think what I like about it is the small doses in which I'm I'm there, and I love right. the the uniformity of all the buildings. They can't be above a certain height. They all mm. have this classic color, and that night. Architecture is really nice. It's very beautiful. Really cool city to get lost in. It is, and it's it's just a really gorgeous place. But I think London, first of all, I can communicate barely, although I can't understand <laughs> some people because uh, the accent can be different from two blocks away. You know where you're going. Yeah, absolutely. But it's a it's a real fun challenge. But I think for me, London does present um, a lot of things that I still want to seek out and explore. Mm. And I'd probably choose London, but it's seemingly so unsafe. Like I've had. I've been there twice, and both times were not great experiences. One for the first time. I feel like my, uh, you know, there's a thing called Paris Syndrome. Do you know this? Of course. It's uh, where Japanese people generally feel this extreme desire to go to Paris. And when they get there, their expectations are not met, so they go into a melancholy or some sort of blue state. I I feel like it's more of a myth. It is. Propagated on, like, the TV show QI. Well. Often talked about, but, like. But real? I, I I don't think so. But like, I definitely have London syndrome. I built this town up. I always contested if I could live any place on earth. I hadn't been there yet. I was like, London seems like everything that I would be interested in. The architecture, the cobblestone, the lamps, the the pubs, the lights, everything. And uh, all those are true. But I found to be in my very anecdotal experiences, <laughs> there are a bunch of thieves, <laughs> and I felt. Everybody had a sense of like a coldness to them that is usually prescribed to a place like Tokyo, where people come to work outside of like other parts of Japan. I felt most Londoners were not keen on having mm. a quick chat or or small oh, talk. No, they're not. When I when I did my book tour signings kind of around the country, I went up to Leeds and Nottingham, and people there are a lot more friendly and nice. I'm not sure what it is about 
a big city like London where everyone's just a bit yeah. you know there's great people around yeah, of course yeah there's the no but like on a minute by minute basis hour by hour like people are more friendly and talkative and chatty and inquisitive and friendly in- up in North England and they're kind of famous for that in the UK oh really the North are more nice and I found that to generally be accurate well I, I could see and I people <laughs> talking and having fun in, in their groups but I saw very little just in my observations very little crossover to different tables having a laugh or sharing mm-hmm. a joke whereas in Japan um, all of the izakaya or the bar you go to is like one table sometimes so it's so small that you can't help but engage with like people mm-hmm. around you or or at least acknowledge that they are there but I felt um, a big city, lots of people, and I've never been more alone. Oh, <laughs> what a honeymoon. <laughs> it was what great. What a honeymoon. What a great time. Poor Yuki. Should have gone to the Maldives. Yeah, oh, should have done it. Oh, something. Oh. Next time. So, yeah, but I felt terrible for her, given that that was uh, 15 minutes alone. She'd never been without, you know, by my side. And uh, I wouldn't have been able to stop a thief by any means. But, you know, I felt bad that that one experience, I was not able to be there. Luckily, no one was hurt. Well, I won't. It won't happen again. I'm sure, it won't. It won't happen again. Let's keep the bag in front of. Yeah, me. I won't bring any money in. Yeah, time. that's so unfortunate, man. But um, I hope you'll come back to London soon. Yeah. But we'll do it. We'll take Pete on a big, happy, fucking mm. London forty-eight hour happy time adventure. Uh, and we'll to, the whole aim <laughs> is to switch your perception uh, of London. Well, it'll be a tough task. To be fair, I know even I like London that much. It's all right, but like. After three days, I'm like, get me out. When I did the uh, audiobook recording in September, I was there for like a week. And at the end of it, I was like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, get me out of here. Like, I think London in some ways is more intense than Tokyo. Tokyo has far more people and it's Mm. far bigger, more built up. But London's just a bit more chaotic. There is a sense of order Mm. in Japan and in Tokyo, right? That you don't have in London. You know, know, just in general, I found, I, I, I think I've been kind of... I've I've lost a lot of autonomy from living in here in Japan because right. people are always telling me go this way or you you reserve a table and you could put your phone on it or you leave your bag there or a scarf or something and this would be nicked in a minute and in, in like in any other country you know mm. you can't leave your your valuables but the thing that I remember when I got to Heathrow I was supposed to make a connecting flight to Charles de Gaulle right and you get off the plane and we have like an hour to make our connection I was like it's <laughs> plenty of time leave it to me there is not a single person working in the airport that that <laughs> can tell you where to go it's just these signs and i ended up uh i'm an idiot first of all you know this but i i, I couldn't figure out where the path for the connecting flight was because you have to take like a train just from the queen elizabeth fall to the tram and terminal 16 and uh i ended up going through i found people waiting and i saw those are the only people i found and it was all automated there was no people mm. checking and i ended up going through i left the airport oh, on this line no. and then and then i got I was like, oh my God, I didn't go through the connections. I We have to go back through security. We got to go back through uh, all... There's usually a big sign saying connecting flights I, this There way. was nothing. And uh, uh... there was, I swear, I should have recorded it. And then I went to talk to this this lady and I was like, I really need to go through customs again and security because I, I, I left. She goes, why didn't you take the connecting flights passageway? I was like, yeah, I know. I missed that. I, I'm really sorry, but I need to go in now. And she's like, but the sign was right there. And I was like, I know that. I rubbing it. Yeah, she would not help me. She was more keen on being flabbergasted that I had made some sort of mistake and letting me know that. Oh. And I was like, what do I have to say to you to admit that I made a mistake to let me get on this flight? Pink's disastrous holiday. Yeah, so London, out.
<laughs> I'm not going back. Treat the next week we'll be here. Pete Gates in New York, Chicago. <laughs> I get robbed again. Munich. New York's out. And then I, every, I'm just crossing cities off. Well, we can't sit here all day and hear about all this thievery, but I, no. I've got to crack up with Journey Across Japan, the last episode. But thank you so much for coming, Pete. Oh, it was hope, my pleasure. Hope somewhere in between the, the thievery, you had a nice honeymoon. Now, all jokes aside, and I know it's a big story, I... I I love traveling to England, and it's. Um, it, I still contest. There is no place better in the winter in the world that I've ever been to. It, that is, like, it does Christmas quite like one. Huge backtracking. Uh, well, I've only been oh. to like three places. I realized. I'm also like, wait a minute. So, <laughs> but like, it's just, it's such a charming place. And the pubs, and I actually like British food. I'm in the minority there. Um, well, it's good. I agree. I like it quite a bit. Got bad rep because of some bad food in the nineties. It's uh, pretty good. Quite good now. Yeah. Top food. Top notch. And pubs didn't even used to have food, but after, you know, I guess it's a big boom. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked, but I love it. I'll be back. UK's not bad. <laughs> With that in mind, guys, thank you so much for tuning in for this very bizarre episode of the Abroad Japan podcast. Uh, please send Pete your regards. If you're from London, cheer him up. We owe it to him. If you're from the UK, South England, uh, to, to cheer him up after this debacle. No, it's okay. It, it should, should. happens. Dear, dear. And uh, give my regards to Yuki. But for now, guys, we'll see you later on. I'm actually going to catch up with Pete Dolson later in the week for, for the first time in, I don't even know how long. I think it's been a month. The good uh, Pete. Yes, the other Pete. And uh, hopefully he's not been robbed on his <laughs> recent trips to London. He's been robbed of his time with you. That's right. And so will you. Right back here on the Abroad in Japan podcast. Bye for now. See you. is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.